0: Episode 3, Negative Entities Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to my podcast, Our Energetic Universe, which is all about this amazing universe that we live in and how we can live a better life within it. So today's episode is one I've been trying to record for a while, but things kept going wrong and I wasn't able to record it. Of course, as the topic area is Negative Entities, my mind was filled with spooky stories and Hollywood demons. But then something happened and I realised I just hadn't found all the pieces of the puzzle yet. And all I had to do was a little bit more digging. I learnt that a virus is invisible to us. We only know that they're there because of the symptoms that people get. And this went off like a light bulb in my mind because I immediately saw how this same concept could be applied to negative entities too. We can't see 99% of what's around us. But in time, I feel that we'll be able to see more of it. We can already see infrared by using specific glasses. And scientists are already experimenting with nanotechnology to help us see more of what's really around us. Which takes us into the field of multidimensionality. As Michio Kaku says in his book Hyperspace, different dimensions are smaller than the atom, And as the atom is invisible to us, then so are different dimensions. I talk all about this in my new book, because back then I was trying to discover proof of beings and entities because of some very weird things that happened in our lives. It prompted me to start researching it. So I did. And what a journey it's been. So anyway, back to string theory. Michio Kaku goes on to say that different dimensions could even be hovering above our head but we can't currently see them. I've been researching this for two, three years now, and I do believe that we are living in a multidimensional universe and are connected to much more than our eyes can currently see, which brings us back to what we often call negative entities. So in my opinion, the 99% of the universe that we can't see will likely discover is teeming with life, which is invisible to us. This life probably doesn't have the physical body or density that we have, but is fueled by energy, as indeed we all are. We literally are made of energy and vibrate at our own unique frequency. And that's the key to all of this. Everything starts with us. So if we have low vibrational frequencies in us, which we pretty much all have from our collective traumas and childhood traumas, If you get stuck in a low vibrational state or thinking then you are going to start attracting the lower vibrational frequencies to you which could even be an entity because an entity is simply a collection of frequencies. I'm a collection of frequencies called Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and you are an entity called your name. You exist as a collection of frequencies too but you also exist as a physical form because you have density. As Nassim Harriman, a quantum physicist and researcher, says, there may be life that exists as an energy form, but doesn't have the density of a physical body. And this is what I believe negative entities are. But they are not negative. They have simply found a petrol pump and plugged themselves into it. And you're the petrol pump. They're siphoning off your energy or living off your energy. So in a sense, they're parasites, but they're energetic parasites. We already know that parasites exist physically in our body, so why not energetically in the energy field around us? Low vibrational or high vibrational is all the same to them. It's simply how they've evolved, we just aren't aware of it. So if we go back to the symptoms of a virus that tell us a virus is there, but it's invisible to us and we can't see it, then we can use the same theory for the mind or the brain which may be why it's so hard for some people to step out of depression. The life forms have learnt how to tap into our energy and work our bodies. I got this from a very interesting concept that I understood when I had candida. And I kept craving sugar and I found it very hard to stop this craving of sugar. And then I started to think about maybe the candida had actually tapped into my body. It lives in the gut. The gut is always talking to the brain. And so the candida, in a sense, is talking to the brain as well. I believe that everything is talking to us in our body. And certainly things that live inside our body are most likely talking to us as well. So in the end, I actually got rid of candida by talking to it lovingly and and asking it to leave rather than before when I was trying to blast it to smithereens with a wide variety of supplements. Of course, it could have been a combination and I'm not trying to say that the supplements don't work. I'm simply saying that now I talk to my body. Now I talk to the things in my body. I talk to things outside and around my body. And I have a much deeper and clearer understanding of my body and what's in it and what's around it now than I did before. And I really truly feel that you can't fight anything with hate because then that just brings your vibration down. You, you move into a lower vibrational state yourself and then you become hate. So whatever our thoughts and feelings and emotions are at that time, we become, we embody that. So if we're busy sending negative thoughts and attacking things negatively, we are now embodying that negativity ourselves and you can't fight anything from that negative place. You can only fight these things with love. And what I've discovered for myself is that when I pull my, my body up into a more loving state, and when I start to send love to things, that things get better. Certainly my mental state gets better. My health gets better. And I just feel that you know, coming from a place of the heart and love, it just makes everything better. So I feel that there are certain frequencies or energies that are coexisting with us and maybe are around us or within us and we have a lot more control and power over the things that are in our body and not in our body. Now I would like to say that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not, you know, any of these things at all. I'm purely talking about things that I've done for me and things that have worked for me and it's just me sharing my knowledge and putting my thoughts out into the world along with millions of other people. So as you'll know from previous podcasts, our negative thoughts are also creating a low vibrational fog that is bound to to attract different frequencies to it, different low vibrational frequencies or frequencies that are the same resonance, which takes us into the morphic field and things I've talked about before, thought forms and egregores which I'm not going to talk about today. I'm just focusing on negative entities being possibly life forms or flora or fauna which we just cannot see in this invisible world that we're living in. We cannot see 99% of what's around us and certainly when you expand our thinking into the energetic universe around us rather than just keeping it on this physical planet. I I just, you know, I I just feel that there's so much we don't know. And assuming the worst and seeing, everything, seeing these things as bad is stopping us from exploring new frontiers, is stopping us from exploring things that could really benefit us in our life and creating a, a lower vibrational thinking or lower vibrational world, which in, in a sense is attracting more of these lower vibrational entities into our world, into our physical world, and they exist in a different dimension to us. They're subatomic; they're, they're smaller than the atom, but they're coming in possibly from other dimensions. And there's something which I feel like the more we start to look at this multidimensional universe or world that we're living in, the more we'll be able to really start creating more breakthroughs with mental health, depression. And these sorts of issues with the mind that we have. So for me, it's coming at it and looking at it outside of the physical. And looking at it more from an energetic aspect as well. Which of course is what energy work does. Now this is just one aspect of it. Because I can see that depression is mostly circumstantial and even habitual. I sat in depression for 45 years. I didn't even know that I could actually step out of it. I thought it was part of my genes, it was part of me, and it was just, you know, something I had to just deal with. But actually, it was simply habitual, something I had picked up from my mother, which she possibly had picked up from her family. And, you know, it was never mine. It's, I don't believe that it belongs to any of us. I think it's a circumstantial thing, either sitting in a, a life that you're not enjoying, or a habitual thing, you know, your parents were, therefore you are. And just knowing this, I find truly empowering because it's allowed me to step outside of this. It's allowed me to change so many aspects of my personality, which I thought were you know, were my personality, but they're not my personality. They were someone else's personality, which I picked up, not even understanding that they weren't mine. These weren't my thoughts. These weren't my feelings. These weren't my traumas. They came down the genetic line. And, you know, I picked them up and then took them on as my own. And possibly we're doing this with many other things as well. Possibly we are picking up things that are not ours and taking them on as our own. So as we're broadcasting these lower vibrational frequencies out of our mind, out of our body, we're attracting these lower vibrational frequencies back to us. And they then float into our energy field and sit there because they don't know that this isn't a place that they're supposed to be sitting. For me, understanding that we live in a universe which is filled with life of all forms makes me feel so connected to everything and so powerful in my own skin. So maybe these negative entities are simply just little life forms that have evolved in a different way to us. But because we don't understand the multidimensional universe that we live in, We're simply not equipped to be able to understand or work with or deal with this in any way that makes sense to us. And we can pass them on their way by simply saying, I do not give you permission to be in my energy field, please leave. And then visualize them floating off like little jellyfish floating off into the ether to find another energy source to live off. If you're an empath and you don't regularly clear your electromagnetic field, then you may find that you've picked up thoughts, feelings and emotions of others. Or you may find that you've got, you know, many different energies living in your energy field without you knowing about it. So always clearing your space and setting energetic boundaries around you is key. I've just released a four-week course that will help you do this. It's going to help you with setting energetic boundaries. It's going to help you with raising your vibration. And I'll put the link in the notes. But ultimately, you just have to just say, I don't give you permission, please leave. And you send love and light, and then, you know, you just watch them float off. I also have a free meditation on my website that you can use to clear your energy field and will mend any rips or tears that you may have in your energy field. So it is said that negative entities get in through these rips and tears, So clearing our energy field and then just mending these rips and tears will then stop them coming in. But ultimately, you know, these are just metaphors. I think that we can just clear our energy field and then just seal it with energetic boundaries. So from now on, try to see negative entities as cute little butterflies or jellyfish that you can just push off into the ether. So be gentle and kind and caring and send them away with love. The more love we keep in our hearts and bodies, the less scary all of this will be. Because remember that you are in charge or control of your body. And nothing or no one can do anything to you without your permission. This is the you know the universal law. We have complete free will and no one can do anything to us without our permission. So if you're seeing monsters, then send them love or embody love, become love. If this sounds a bit freaky to you, then just you know, understand that the mind is, sees everything in terms of symbols, metaphors, and images and things. You know, It's just trying to talk to us. It's trying to have a conversation with us all the time. And what the mind does is it takes these frequencies and then translates them into something that Either we've seen before or something that we would understand, or maybe that's just how the mind sees it and wants to see it. So that's my take on negative entities. So just to conclude, first of all, all frequency starts with us. So raising our own vibration means that the low vibrational frequencies literally fall away. They cannot exist in this new range that we're in. And we can raise ourselves into a loving and compassionate state of mind, state of being. And then we're now going to be interacting with the energy field around us in a different way. Secondly, you are more than just your physical body. So, you know, for me, seeing myself as this huge expanded thing, which expands outside of my physical body, has allowed me to really reframe who I am. And what's what's my energy and what isn't my energy and constantly clearing my energy field clearing out any energy that doesn't belong to me and sealing my energetic boundaries has really helped me to step out of low vibrational thinking and mental health issues if you like and number three step out of fear fear is not helping anyone it really truly doesn't help any of us at all. And staying in this fearful state just keeps us in this low vibrational state and keeps us trapped in this low vibrational state, which also doesn't help because we're attracting that back to us. So stepping out of fear, knowing that you are in control and in command of anything to do with your body, your energy is your energy and nothing can enter into your energy field without your permission. Now, sometimes things drift in you know and sort of stay there but we just have to just push them out push them back on their way again and number four know that you can talk to your body you can you can talk to anything in your body you can talk to anything in fact because what you're talking to is consciousness and consciousness not only lives in everything but it is everything it creates everything And so we can talk to consciousness whenever we want to. We are talking to consciousness all the time. It lives within us. It lives within everything around us. And we are an expression of consciousness as indeed is everything else. Because from an energetic aspect, everything has a voice and things will talk back to you. Maybe not the beginning if you're new to this way of living and being. But eventually you will start to pick up things and hear things And the more you start to increase your energetic space and expand your energy out, the more you're able to pick up more of what's around you. And in my opinion, we'll be able to eventually see more of what's around us as well from a physical point of view. But for now, we just need to make do with seeing it through the mind's eye. So when we're looking at the world around us through the mind's eye, we can see an awful lot more than what we can see with our own physical sight. And again this is an area that's also being studied and they're looking into this in terms of the mind's eye in terms of the mind's eye and reading with the mind's eye to help people who are visually impaired. So all of these areas are growing areas. I don't think that this is anything to be fearful of. I just think that we just don't know very much about the world we live in and we don't know very much about our bodies yet and we're still learning. And of course, we all know that we know very little about the mind. So, you know, the mind is the energetic aspect part of the brain. And it's something that from an energetic level, the more we, we work from an energetic level, the more we will understand more about the mind. So I think that's enough for today. And um, I hope that this has been helpful. Do always feel that you can reach out to me. Ask me any questions at all on hello at com. I'll post the links in the notes and of course you can catch up with me on social media as well on at Ruth Elizabeth Hancock or at Ruth Elizabeth H on Twitter. Okay, so take care for now and I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, bye.